Action Park Media. Welcome back to Entertain Her. I'm Sarah Sanderson. Erica Cedeno. Hey guys, and I'm Zulai Hanau filling in for Aaron Coscarelli today. Yeah, we got Zulai back again. Woohoo! Woo! Uh, Aaron, Aaron's like in the south of France or Italy. Where is she? She's, uh, she's like living Lake Como. Yeah, no, she's actually now in Greece. Oh, she's, she's in Greece now, her living her best life. Good for her. Uh, you are so fancy, dancy, Z. You look so br- pretty in that uh, hot pink suit. Oh, thank you, uh, E Dog. I will be honest with you. I jumped off of the treadmill and threw just the jacket. <laughs> version of this on so I could look presentable because or else I'm like and this is how I look right now (laughs) (laughs) I love that that is sexy yeah it's just from the you know for up here to show from the waist up waist up just to make myself look presentable yeah I did a little workout right before I got on jumped on with you girls ah workout that is one thing what did you do? Was it the mirror today? I have not done the mirror this week because I, I, I have to do it. I do it. And then I give it a break. Cause I get bored. So this week I'm just doing the treadmill and I've been doing hot Pilates, which I love. I found a hot Pilates studio. It's oh, called wow. hot Pilates here, uh, really close to my house. And I'm obsessed with it. I love it. Like I basically couldn't get out of bed the next day, the first day. And I was like, yes, this is for me. I love it. I gotta, I, I gotta start. We have the Peloton here, which I do love, but I just, I don't know, you know, I can't get in a routine. I need to like, just create this habit. Yeah. We, it's all about create, you know, staying accountable and creating a routine for yourself. Like I started thinking that I could work out at night and I did for a little bit, but I realized that it just takes so much effort on my, I just have to get up earlier and do it early in the morning. I can't work out at night. Like I know that I used about to- I used to work out at midnight. Like that's when I would find time in the day Ugh. and I would make myself do it. And then I'd go to bed at like two or three in the morning. So, of course, um, you I, I would go to the gym sometimes like a 24 hour fitness. I would go at midnight and I even like accidentally maced myself once <laughs> walking home. I was in college. <laughs> I had, or I guess it was pepper spray. I had a pepper spray and we went to the gym at midnight. Me and my uh, roommate Noni or do- my doormate. And we were curious, like what, like how you spray it, like what happens and the wind kicked up <laughs> and, <laughs> and we sprayed ourselves <laughs> like just a little bit, but it was uh, a late night gym uh, story. So there you go. Well, Sarah, that's, <laughs> that's, um, that's a story. How did you I know how, yeah. Why? How'd you get it okay. out? Just it just time? burned a little bit. Luckily it was just a little bit that got Ugh. in, but it wasn't like a full on macing, but it did happen. Uh, I did get the Pilates number from Emmanuel. So if you want that, I'm, I called her. I'm excited to try that. I follow um, her on Instagram. I want to try her. Maybe we should do a group thing. Ooh, does she, yeah. co- does she come to your house? She has a studio, I believe. And she also oh has like an online program. Apparently she's amazing. Yeah, let's do it. Um, and then Zula, I'm going to throw you under the bus right now. So we decided for the wind down, we should just do one voice. And that as a, uh, as a gift while you, for you to leave us with, 
It's your voice. <laughs> Congratulations. You got the job. You guys yes. are fucking awesome. I love you. <laughs> so you you're on your own. <laughs> you know whose yeah, idea it was Janice's idea. I love this. Yeah. Are we ready? <laughs> yes, we're ready. And now it's time for the wind down. Yeah. Isn't that funny? You were so great at it. You fought against so it this time and you were fantastic. Well, no, no, no. I'm not saying I, any of us were neither great or awful at it at all. I was saying us collectively sucked. <laughs> Especially on Zoom. On Zoom, it was so bad. <laughs> Just no one has wine. Bad. I, I forgot to get wine. Oh my God. I forgot we were going to have wine. Do we want to pause and get wine? I don't have any. Oh. <laughs> What? You don't have wine at your house? No, I drank it all. I need to get back out there. (laughs) I drank it all. Oh, I love you. Well, um, Erica, let's hear about your epic night. Yeah, I was going to say I can't do wine because, well, I just drank too much last night. Uh, we did, just a, hung over. <laughs> I'm hung over again. No, I'm kidding. I'm not hung over. I, I realize that I say that often on the podcast. I'm a little hung over today. So <laughs> I'm like going to peel that back. I'm not hung over today. You guys, I'm just right. I'm perfect. I'm good. I did have a little bit of wine, actually a margarita and something. <laughs> so we have, um, we have LAFC tickets that we share with a family, that we love. Uh, the boys are on the, or we're on the LA breakers together. Obviously now Jackson's no longer there because we ended up going somewhere else, but uh, this is a couple that we love and we get along with so well. So we got these season tickets together. They've already had them, but like we split them this year. So LAFC played and Matt's out of town. So she's like, why don't we do a mommy and son game night? You know, like we take them to the game. It was amazing. It was so fun. We laughed so hard. We had some margaritas. So they're actually at the, 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 the seats are at the field um, club it's called. So you can go there a little bit early and you get drinks and you get food and then you can see the players walk out right in front of you. Soccer players are hot. (laughs) I mean, there were some really cute ones. Yeah. I was, wow. Okay. I didn't see them up this close before. Also 22. Uh, so yeah, they, they could be my kids, but yeah. whatever, <laughs> but no, it was super fun. So we got to see them coming out of the tunnel and then we stayed a little late night and got some autographs from them and everything. So it was just oh, an ep- ep- epic, epic day and night. Um, and then I'm going again on Saturday with another, uh, Netta and her son I'm taking Netta. to go see the game. Oh, yeah. We were texting you yesterday and you were just like MIA. And then I started seeing your stories and I went, oh, nice. that's where she is. <laughs> it looks so fun. I was busy. I was busy cheering on LAFC. It's If you guys haven't been to an LAFC game, you must go. That is like the, the, the energy there is, it's, I've been to LA Galaxy games. It's not the same energy. I love LA Galaxy, but it's just not the same. The the, the fans are amazing. The people are great. The, the team is is phenomenal too. They're like really good. There's actually talk that Ronaldo might be coming to LAFC, guys. What? That's amazing. I don't know. I don't know if that's true or not, but we'll see. Hopefully. You know, Messi went to Miami, right? Everyone yeah, knows that. that. Yep. And then he's coming to play here against LAFC September 3rd. 
Well, um, so. that could be a game to go to. Yeah. I mean, tickets are already like sold out. Tickets, sure. tickets are like 2000 or oh, some yeah. crazy. Yeah. Yeah. They're, ex- they're expensive. You guys get to go to that game with your, uh, with your season tickets. Uh, yeah, that, that would be included. Amazing. Yeah, actually she was just talking about that yesterday. She's like, should we sell the tickets or should we go to the game? Cause I think that those, those seats specifically are going for that, that much. So I'm like, I don't know. It would be a I good investment to go to sell. the game, go to the game, make the memories, have fun. That's why you have the tickets, right? I mean, yeah, but if you can make that money back, that's kind of nice too. But yeah, I agree. I agree. I think that the boys should go possibly with like the, the dads or something. Let them take the boys. Mm-hmm. They would it'd be a memory forever imprinted forever for them. Yeah. Can you imagine if Messi gets hurt and doesn't play though? (laughs) Oh my God. Don't jinx it, Erica. You heard it here first, everybody. (laughs) Knock on wood. (laughs) Knock on wood. Um, we, we had an exciting day at the beach, Isabella's first time going to the beach and she loved the sand. She loved the ocean. I mean, she dipped her feet in, but that was the extent of it, but she was smiling it was my mom's last day. My mom's gone now. So now I'm on my own, which is why I'm doing this podcast with Isabella, like a kangaroo at the moment, trying to get her to go to sleep, multitasking. Um, but yeah, no, it's funny because you get used to like, she's here for three weeks. I got used to having her here. So yesterday I went to go for a walk and I didn't have a second pair of hands to like, Oh, can you hold Isabella while I load the car? Like, I'm like, okay, wait, how do I, what do I, how do I do this? (laughs) I didn't remember. So it took a second. So thank you, mom, for all your help. I appreciate it. Um, but yeah, though the beach was so cute. Doug hates the sand and the sun, so he'll never be taking her to the beach. So I was glad that my mom could go with us. And then we went to Real Inn, which is one of my favorite stops over in Malibu. They have the it's like a fish market. Have you guys been? No. I love Real Inn. It's so fun. Um, and it's just funny because we always hit that when my mom's in town. And then now there's Isabella with us. There's like a third person joining us on our real in. So uh, it was really cute. But yeah, we had a fun day at the beach. Huh, Isabella? You look gorgeous, yeah. by the way. Oh, thanks. <laughs> I know I was telling Zulai, I don't know if you saw that, Erica, but um, you know, I like I've talked about, I've been open about, obviously I had just had a baby, so I'm not back to my pre-baby weight. Like my clothes don't necessarily fit yet, but I think I look okay. And I did, and there was this photo where like the angle looked just right. It's a bathing suit photo. It was a one piece though with her. And so I was like, okay, it's, I don't look like bad in this. I'll just post this. And not one person was like, oh, you look great. Nothing. So I went, maybe I just got used to the extra pounds. Like I'm not noticing, like maybe I don't look good because it was the least like bathing suit photo I've ever posted in my life. Like it had a hundred likes. And so. everyone's defense and in, in everyone's defense, <laughs> I want you to understand it has nothing to do with your bathing suit body. It's a mom picture. It's not like you were posing in a bathing suit. It's you were at the beach with your daughter and it's like, not inappropriate, but I don't think like, oh, how hot do you look is appropriate, not appropriate, but it's not people's first thought. I didn't look hot and I wasn't looking for hot. And I guess I don't necessarily need a compliment, but I was just expecting somebody to be like, wow, you look great. And when no one says anything, it makes you go. I was looking at the photo again. I was like, Hmm, maybe I don't look good in it. I don't know. It was just a man having second guessing it. (laughs) 
I'm so glad that you're like talking about this because we're going to segue from this to the, to the, yeah, we have a, we have a great, a great topic to get into, but Zulai, before we do, I want to hear what's going on with you. Well, thank you guys for inviting me to be a guest host this week. Um, I'm always excited to be on the show and I miss you guys terribly. Mm -hmm. Uh, what have I been up to? Well, just this morning, I guess we'll start with the most, I, Kevin and I just came back from the open house orientation for uh, summer camp. <laughs> Kennedy's going to summer camp. And I mean, guys, it's so adorable. She was just so happy to, to she just loves kids. And she, she know like her dad walks her by the school and she knows that it's her school. So she was just very Although I don't know what's going to happen when we actually drop her off, I'm assuming she's going to cry her eyes off because we're not allowed to go in with her. It's just like a drop-off situation for the first time ever. I've always done mommy and me, so it's always like I've been with her. So this is going to be our first time that Kennedy's going to be under the care of other people and I'm not present. Minus, obviously, at home with a babysitter or a nanny, et cetera. Um, so that was a lot of fun. I'm excited. And other than that, let's see, I've just been working on Modern Muse. We're almost done with the website should be launching soon. We just been working on the little bathing suit launch, which you guys will see soon. And it's just really fun. Been doing a bunch of fun um, work stuff. I mean, we're in a writer's strike. So auditions have been here and there. Not so much. But that's the nature of the game. It's a, you know. You got to ride the roller coaster with this thing. So Erica is, so, is, is not auditions. Working. I was gonna say auditions died down. Yeah, for sure. Mm. Yeah. Matt's Matt's uh, on his, um, the show that he's on with oh, ruthless he's, with Tyler yeah, Perry. He's in, yeah, he's filming that right now. Amazing. Also, so that went, that kept going, but I think yeah. they were already, they were, they had already written this stuff prior to Tyler it. already wrote all those episodes and he owns the network and now he owns VH. I mean, he is. And the studio. And got, yeah. Let's have a moment for Tyler Perry for being just an, like a content creator above all else. He's just done. What he's done is. I mean, people are going to. No one else. Him, no one else is. He owns. No one else. All his own content. He writes, directs. He's so amazing. I'm so proud. How does he have the time? He he's he know, has a crew though now. He has writers now. He's not writing all of the shows. I know that. But he oh, um that's a new thing. Not anymore. I think it's been like the last six months because he's too busy. Yeah. He's flourished. I'll tell you how he does it. He has a private island that he goes to and he writes at and he recharges <laughs> at and he's Oh yeah. He has a private Island. In the where, Bronx. where is this private Island? Like by Richard Branson's Island? Yeah. By Johnny Depp and Richard Branson's Island. You can, you can fly by, you can see Johnny Depp's Island from his, he's amazing. Johnny, Depp wait, have you been, island? have you been to his Island? I have. It's amazing. Oh, he, wow. Yeah. Because I think he used to take, like, I think after the wrapping of some shows, he would take like the cast. And yeah, then since COVID, I don't think that's past. happened anymore. In the past, he's taken our cast. Yeah. It's amazing. Wow. Well, that was a great segue into our topic today. Into our topic from Tyler Perry on down. Yes. Let's talk about it. Yeah. We wanted to talk about uh, content creators, creating your own content, 
Um, I have been hearing this sadly for 12 years or more. My acting teacher back in the day before you can even make your own movies online. He was like, you guys need to do your own thing. You need to write your own scripts. You need to film your own stuff. You need to stay busy. You need to go to your audition and then forget about it because you're so busy doing something else. And you're putting that creative energy out of there, like out there. So that when that phone rings, you you're surprised. Like you don't, you forgot. Oh, why are they calling? Oh, that audition. Oh, that's right. Like you're just putting all that energy out there. And I remember taking his advice and sadly, this is a long time ago. This is 2010. Um, and I was going to do this little like web series about like, it was going to be the different examples of, do you know what to do? Um, like if a shark bites you or a snake bites you or a mountain lion attacks you or like things like that. And it was going to be obviously funny, but at the same time, you would learn something from watching it. Like I'd actually research what you're supposed to do. So we were filming, um, what to do if you see a mountain lion and I was filming it actually where I went hiking yesterday, where I filmed NCIS, um, at the Franklin Canyon park. And we were filming it there. And I had an audition for two and a half men. I think that morning I had produce, I I, I had the audition. I got the callback. And I forgot I had even had the audition and then I booked that job. So it was kind of what he was talking about as I was busy doing something else. So I had that creative energy going. Everything wasn't all about this audition. And then I booked that job. But looking back, yes, I've written scripts. I'm just, I'm not good at the whole follow through. I've, I've filmed a short film. I went to film school for a little bit. Um, but you've just got to create your own stuff. Like look at Tyler Perry, look at Vin Diesel did that. Look at like... I mean, so ben many Affleck. people. Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck, Matt yeah. Damon. Matt Damon. Um, even Margot Robbie producing I, Tonya. You know, like she went and found that script. Like even at their level, they're still having to do that. It's not like, oh, now I've made it. I can relax. No, now they're still having to hustle to get to that next level or to like get out of whatever niche that they're having to play all the time. So it's just, it's great to create your own content. And then now we have... It used to originally be Vine stars. I tried to make Vine happen. Never worked out for myself. I didn't have very many hits or followers, but look at the Instagram followers. There's careers happening. So it's something you got to get on. And I'm going to stop talking now. No, but it's so true. I forgot all about Vine. That's amazing that you brought that I up. never got on there. <laughs> got on the oh, I tried. I, tr- I tried to do like this series, like in a parking lot. Like I would always like get scared or something. Like I just never took off at the Vine. Maybe I'm just not that funny. I don't know. Never went viral. Never I happened. Think funny, Sarah. You're probably just not consistent enough. If oh, I was. I'm, I'm funny a- sometimes. <laughs> you are. Fu- no, no. <laughs> that sounded funny. <laughs> funny sometimes. No, saying like you actually are not putting content out there enough. That's the thing about being a content creator is you can't just do it randomly. It's not just like on this day, I'm going to do it. And then I'm not going to do it for another month or two. You have to be super consistent about what you're putting out there. And you have to have already your message figured out. You, you have to almost brand yourself or brand whatever you are doing. Right. I'm speaking yeah. more from like brands that I have. You have to create the vision and then create content around these brands. Um, but yeah, no, I agree. I think I'm, I've always been, um, I've had visions. Like I get ideas in my head and I get the craziest ideas. Like the other day I just had, I woke up, it was a dream. It must've been a dream. And I was like, oh my gosh, I have to write this show, this show concept. It was like another new show concept. 
because <clears throat> I, I don't know if I've told you guys, I've not put it out there, but since we're talking about content creation, I have written two shows. You One did of them tell is, us. yes, I did tell you. Did I tell yeah. you? I want to know more. Yes. You told Wait, us. I didn't know there was two. I knew there was one. Right. No, there's two, but one of them is scripted and one of them is not. One of them is a reality concept. Yeah. Um, so actually they're both kind of, there's, there's progress with them both. I started writing um, the scripted one probably a year ago or a year and a half ago. And obviously I'm not a writer. So that's another thing too, is you have to know what your pros, what, what you can do, what you can't do. And then if you have a vision, like I had this vision, um, get with a writer, get with somebody. So actually Erin introduced me to um, her friend, Connor, that's a writer. And then I spoke to Connor about it and he kind of just opened my eyes in a different way because I'm not a writer. Um, and then he introduced me to a Latina writer because I wanted her to be Latin. I wanted her to, I wanted the writer to be a female. Uh, and I've been working with her for, I don't I guess maybe six months or so. And so she helped me write basically my pitch deck. And uh, yeah, and I actually uh, got it in onto a producer's desk, a really amazing producer. And we have like a Zoom call to talk further about it in, in July. So I'm like, um, things do happen. It can happen if you just do it and don't stop thinking about it. Like you, it's been like a year in the making and actually Aaron is not here, but my bestie bear introduced me to this producer. And let me tell you, if it gets picked up, Aaron's taken care of. Um, Erica, that's huge. That's amazing. And I mean, you're such, I, I don't understand how you do it. We were, Zula and I were talking about our friend, wow. Sayla, that we were saying, we don't know how she does it. She's got three kids and is somehow doing stand-up shows and baking this giant cake and throwing parties and doing all these things. <laughs> I don't know how you do it, how you have all of your companies and your kids and the podcast and writing shows. And I mean, it's, I know, I, you know what? I'm gonna back up. It's your lists and oh, your schedule. <laughs> Reorganized. I mean, honestly, I think it's kind of what Janice said earlier and, you know, in the last episode that you just do, if you give 15 to 20 minutes a day a day per line item, like per company, per show, per project, per whatever it is that you want. Like you have the list, it's 10 to 15, 20 minutes a day, right? To so it could be emails to accomplish whatever research, writing, vision in front of the other. It doesn't. And I feel like we forget the importance of compound interest. I was just talking and I know compound interest is like a financial word, but it also applies in life. Like exactly what you're saying, E, it's putting one foot in front of the other. And like someone like myself, who's an instant gratification person, I have an, I too have an issue with that, but I am learning. Well, I've had to learn the hard way because I am building a business and I also have, I'm a full-time mom. I'm also a full-time actress. There are, there are things that require your time in the moment and you have to make time for them. Um, but putting, yeah. So this morning, my sister and I were having this conversation. So she's taken this course at, at Harvard, by the way, to, to learn coding, cause she's in the science world. And so she's taken this course 
And she said to me, she's like, I don't know how I'm going to do it. I have three kids. I work a full-time job. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. And she's like, I know I just have to get up at five in the morning. Like you have to make concessions for the things that you want to bring to life in your, in your, in your life. So if that means, you know, waking up earlier, if that means, you know, cutting out a weekly thing, whether it's, I don't know, you know, lunch with your girls twice a week, whatever it means, you just have to create the time for the things that matter to you. I think we're segueing into another thing, but it's still creation. It's still being creative and putting um, our energy, you know, what we put energy to, that's what grows. So, and I am starting to think more and more about you, Erica, and about, you know, the episode we had long ago with lists, because ever since, you know, I made so much fun of you. And I'm like, I can't do lists, but I've incorporated <laughs> a little bit of that into my life. And it does, it does help a little bit. You know, I'm not going to be, I'm not ever going to have like the whiteboard with all the lists and all these things, but I think even doing it a little bit for, for just organization purposes and for checking off the things that must get done for all the entities in a day, Mm -hmm. you can get it done. You can get it done. I was just looking last night for my book and I can't find it. I, I got to figure out where I put it um, with our calendars, manifest your mission. Cause I was finally ready to start my lists again, to start getting uh-huh. things checked off. And then I couldn't find my book. I need to find it. But yeah, <laughs> no, it, it, when I was doing the list, I was getting a lot more. Cause you forget if you don't see it, you forget. Like I knew I needed to call the roof company today. And then Doug, you know, like 12 was like, Hey, um, did you call the roof company? I would have totally forgotten, but if it was on my list, I would have seen it. And then I could have called them and checked it off this morning. So it's just an example of like, you know, got to check off the list. Also circling back to what you said earlier, Erica, um, you were describing TikTok for the algorithm of TikTok. You have to post almost every day. Um, you have to just constantly be posting for them to have your, have more eyeballs on your material. And you have to be doing it of the same thing. So like, you can't post like a baby and then cooking and then comedy and which, which is what I do, which is why it's like all over the place. Cause they will know, like, let's say you always post cooking. They will have your video show up on people who search for cooking. And so if all of a sudden you post like a cat, it's not going to get much traction because it's going to go to that feed. And, um, this guy, Adam, who's huge on Instagram, he always tells Doug, you have to post between 11 and two and don't post other than that. Cause that's when it gets the most eyeballs and hopefully likes, and then they keep it on the algorithm. So it's all like creating your content, trying to get stuff. But Zula, I wanted to hear more about what you've been promoting on your Instagram for the mom content creators. Oh yeah. I, yes, yes. I'll get to that. And part of what that message is going to be, it's like everything you're saying right now, it's, and, and Erica touched on it a little bit earlier Listen, inevitably, if we have any social media account at all, whether or not we're monetizing it, whether or not you consider yourself, you know, an influencer, we are all influencing somebody in some capacity if you have a social media account. So the question to really ask yourself is, okay, if you're trying to monetize this thing, right, which I'm personally not, I, I post, you know, a bunch of things around just my life in general. But if you're a mom creator, so for example, we're going to get into this opportunity that um, I posted about with a company that I partnered with, Guru Guru, who is this amazing um, 
just mom resource, all things baby. They really were helpful before, during, and after pregnancy. Kennedy, like they just really know how to bring brands and, and moms together in a really creative way. And they just really know what's, what works, what products are better, all the things, but they've now created a mom creators program where they're empowering moms who are creating all this content anyway, and are not monetizing it to monetize it because let's face it, the baby industry is a multi-billion dollar a year industry and it's only growing. Babies aren't going anywhere. We're going to keep making babies product. You know, the, the baby industry just continues to elevate and to just make themselves, you know, technology, it's technology, like look at MULA. So what this company is doing is they're creating a mommy creators universe, uh, university where it gives them all these resources, teaches them how to create content, how to create an audience, how to create a niche, the nature of the game. You have to know your audience. Like, for example, if I'm following, you know, a makeup artist and I follow her because I want makeup artist tips. And then the next day she tips, she gives me tips about, you know, um, how to make the best blueberry banana loaf. I'm confused. Like you know, I'm like, oh, I don't know that. I don't, I want this content. So if you're a content creator in this, especially on social media, you need to know that there's certain, not rules, but just certain guidelines you have to create. Like you were saying, Erica, like, what is, what is your message? What is your, what, what is the look? What is the aesthetic? What is the message? Who is your audience? What age is your audience? All these things matter when creating content, especially on social media. So this company is basically, there's three tiers. There is one tier, it's called the, it's a free um, community, you know, and they have, you know, free Facebook pages you can join to like understand and learn. Then there's another tier where it's a membership and they basically pitch you for brand um, opportunities. And you pay them, you pay to be on this, but if you're making $200 a, a, a month, I believe, I think that the service is free. And then there's another one that manages content creators. It's like for women that are already like making a lot of money being mom creators, they're now going to manage you and help you kind of, you know, expand on your, your already amazing business. So it's just a really good business model. And um, I, I joined, um, the team to kind of help expand it and help my girlfriend, uh, Monica, just bring it to life a little bit more myself and a few other, um, they're calling us mom tents. Uh, what's the word intern, not interns, um, ambassadors, ambassadors. ambassadors? But there's another word that she's calling it really cool word. Um, but it's a really good program. So if you guys, I know you guys, do a lot of kid content. If you're out there listening and you're a mom and you're kind of in this space, in the space where you're, even if you're looking for a side hustle, like this isn't only for like the moms with, you know, large followings, you can have a micro follower, um, a micro following and still be really successful at creating amazing content and monetizing it on social media and beyond. Can we discuss only fans for a second? Because I am confused how people are making money cooking on there and doing other things. Like they're not just doing sexy stuff. Like if you like even comedy, people are releasing their videos on only fans because they're getting people to pay a, a subscription to then see like their full video. Like, what are you guys, what are your thoughts on only fans? I don't know anything about only fans, like anything at all. 
Um, I was under the impression that OnlyFans was kind of like a little more risque and you were, the people on there were just doing a little bit more than you could do on regular social media. Other than that, I don't know anything about it. So I I think it started that way, but yeah. uh, And people are making insane amount of money. It's pretty crazy. Um, But that's definitely like a way that I almost feel like it made other, it made Instagram and even Facebook figure out, okay, how can we make our creators monetize on here? Cause they were all leaving to go make money on OnlyFans. So maybe it was a good thing it happened, but I've definitely heard like, you don't have to be nude on there anymore to make money. You just can release content that you're not right, releasing for free. It's basically that you have a fan base and you're going to, you're going to hold back some of your more, you know, uh, you're going to basically sell your content to your fan base and th- that's willing to pay for it, whatever it is. I mean, I know people that I've heard of people that have an OnlyFans page for their feet. I'm like, really? What? Oh my God. I've heard of this. Yes. Yeah. I'm like, okay, girl, go show those toes and make some money because <laughs> I mean, that's an easy paycheck. <laughs> I saw something wow. went viral. And I, I don't know if it's true, but this lady put her mom's feet apparently on the account and bought her mom a car and the mom didn't know. And so the mom comes out and she's like, here's your car. And she's really confused. And she's like, I bought it for you with your money from your feet. And she's like, what are you talking about? And she was really upset, but excited about her car. But I don't know if it was true or not, but it was a video that went viral. So good job for them for going viral with that video. Wow. I mean, who is the, who are the people buying these Pages. People are weird Is, about, about feet. Fetish? Like, do you, are you on that foot, the foot Wikipedia feet, Wikipedia? What, what is the, what is it called? Like where people have collected items, like different images of your feet they found online and they, people rate your feet and then they talk about them. I'm on there. I didn't put myself on there. I found, I was like, ew, <laughs> this is so gross. Well, I would never, ew, ew, ew. I can't, I, I'm going to look up and see if you guys are on there. I bet you, you are I have a foot fetish and I don't want to see my feet on anything. Oh, it's, it's like your name with your feet. Like, you know, it's yes, you? like people, no, oh, people have weird. taken photos off your Instagram or anywhere where your feet are showing and they put them on there and people rate your feet and then actually comment on it. Like, wow, look at those arches or someone what? like some people are like, oh, I don't like her feet. Those look weird. Like, it's just very weird. It's a foot fetish thing. Um, so what's some advice we have out there then like for people to take away from this about if they're thinking, okay, well, how can I, you know, like you said, just do a little bit every day, get my vision out there. What, what exactly should they do? I, I have some advice. I think Erica will be better at giving advice on that part because she's very organized. And I feel like your social media is very, you know, tailored where mine is not. My advice is really coming from um, a place of, I myself sometimes filter, like I hate sometimes, for the longest time, even when I post a video, I'm like, oh, I don't like the way my voice sounds and oh, I don't like this. And I'm here to tell you that we have to stop. We have to literally love ourselves enough to put our most authentic self out there, whether we love our voice or not, whether we think, you know, whatever our feet are beautiful or not, it's just, just be your most authentic self. And I think at the end of the day, the pages that I admire most, the people that I follow that I admire the most, like Ashley Graham, whom I love, 
I love Alicia Keys. They just, you can see their, their transparency and that they love themselves. And that's inspiring as opposed to watching someone who's trying to sell you something. And yes, they may be a great makeup artist or they're great at this and they're great at that, but you see them feeling insecure. You're not, because we feel it. It's all energy. And I'm, I think that to me, the most amazing content creators that I love and that I admire are the people that I look at and I say to myself, wow, that is truly really them. And I, I appreciate that. And it doesn't have to be a celebrity. I follow a ton of pages that are just, I've, I've been following a lot of moms that create amazing recipes. And you know what? Their house doesn't look like it's not lived in, in the background. You know, they're, you know, they, they have ketchup stains on their shirts and I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. Th thank you. Because I can, <laughs> I can see myself in that. I'm like, thank you so much. You know, I, I love the authenticity and I love that people are willing to just put themselves out there. And I take, I, I take note of that. And I'm like, I need to, I, I want to be more of that. So that's, that would be my advice is if you're going to get into the game of content creation, whether it's social media, whether it's writing a script, whether it's, you know, writing a book, whether it's, you know, you're, you just connecting with your friends and you're not trying to monetize, just make sure that everything you're putting out there is your vision, your voice, your authentic self, and you will find an audience, whether it's just your family and friends or the millions of followers that you desire to have, whatever it is. It's great advice because there's only one you, and that's what makes you unique. Yeah. And your story will be unique and your voice will be unique if it's authentic. And if it's not what you think they want to hear or see, if it's actually just you being raw, there's something so almost sexy about when someone is raw and authentic and doesn't have a guard up. And it's like, wow, that's who that person is. And they're not ashamed of it. They're proud of it. There's something like really amazing about that. Another favorite Instagram page, Kiki Palmer. She will go on there one day with her acne and be like, yeah, I guys, this is what it is today. And then she'll look like a goddess the next day with me. And it's, I love that. And she'll mm -hmm. be breastfeeding her baby with no filter. And then the next day you'll see her on a red carpet. And it's the, it's, the, it's kind of the balance of a real life, whether you're on a red carpet or not, does it matter? Have you guys heard of this app called be real? I don't no. know anything about it, but I was thinking <laughs> I was playing pickleball and, um, these teenagers were there and all of a sudden, like it hit, like they got a notification. I guess the app like notifies everyone, like be real or whatever it is. And you stop what you're doing. You take a picture and you post it. So you don't have time to filter it and you don't have time to do anything else. But I don't know anything about the app. So I don't know if when you stop to take the picture, if it's like Snapchat and you can already have a nice filter or if it's just raw. And I hope because it's called be real that it is just a raw image. But maybe since this is so popular, maybe the, it's turning back the other way of not being so filtered and it's cooler to like, you know how now it's not cool to have a blue check. Like the people that can buy it, like you don't want to go buy a blue check. Cause that's not cool. Maybe one day it's not going to be cool. <laughs> it's not going to be cool if you filter your photos and you're not like raw and who you are. Like maybe it's going back that way. How do you know that someone, kinda... <laughs> I'm just wondering like, how do yeah, you know? There's I guess... like a... There's like I a guess, monthly or something that you can do, right? Right. But I guess the only way would be, you know, of your friends, like they didn't get that blue check or they never had a blue check before. And also they got a blue check. Like they bought it. Like it's just because now anyone can buy a blue check, but you're realizing people aren't doing it because now it's like, it's kind of lame if you do do it. Oh, 
well, you don't have to buy it. You can you can buy it, but then you can get offered it sometimes. Cause I recently got offered it and then I went to go apply for it and then I got denied. So some people are still being offered it actually. What do you mean you got offered it? I like it said, do you want to apply for it? And then I had to show like my driver's license and I had to show this and that. And then they were like, oh no, I, I think probably because I don't have enough followers, I, I would assume, or because there's not somebody else trying to act like me. Oh yeah. Um, so I got denied. So I didn't get it. But I mean, I guess, how do you know if they bought it or if they got finally approved for it? Because at some point you can get approved for it. I mean, I guess eventually, unless they're, unless they like no longer do that, although I'm assuming that they will, if someone's a big celebrity and joins, I'm sure they'll give them a blue check, yeah. but I don't know. Good question. But they thought everyone would run and go pay for it. And they didn't is my point. Yeah, they're they being didn't. real. They're being real. They're not like faking it. Like, Hey, yeah, I'm famous. Um, but Erica, yes, let's hear the organized go-getter advice on what people can do and how to get it done, how to accomplish I it. I mean- I don't feel, you know, I mean, I know that for as far as content goes, I feel like you need to just know what you want with it. For example, for my Instagram, I'm one of those people that I am very picky. I only want like photo type of album pictures on my grid because I'm using it more for an album for my, for my life, for my family. I want to look, look, there's so many times that I look back and I'm like, Oh, when did we do this? Oh, let me see the date. And I'll, I'll use my Instagram for that. So for me, it's like an album. Um, I don't really do a lot of content creation anymore where I, I, you know, sometimes would, um, collab with people. Like, obviously I love Vegamore and I've used Vegamore for a long time and I'm still using Vegamore and I'm not getting paid from Vegamore. So, but when I was, when I was at some point, I was doing a lot of content creation for them because I love the brand. So I just feel like, do you, you have to know, like, do you want to eventually get paid and have, uh, yourself be a content creator, then the messaging needs to make sense. But if you're somebody that's just, you know, busy and doing a lot of things like I am and using it as an album, I think that it doesn't really matter. You can have a million different pillars, you know, right. like you, you can have, you can be the, the mom, you can be the actor, you can be the entrepreneur, you can be, and it could be all over the place. I don't, it's funny you say mine's so tailored or, but I feel like I have multiple. Oh, no, I just meant aesthetically. I just meant aesthetically. Really? Yeah. You and I, I are all, all over the place. place. I love it. Yeah. I think all of us are all over the place. And I love that. <laughs> I am kind of all over the place. I, I have a lot of pillars. I guess I'm not trying to make money off of my Instagram per se. I'm just yeah. doing it for, for fun, but yeah, I'm, I'm doing content creation in, in other ways, as we know, like with, through the brands and through the shows and who knows what's going to happen. I feel like I kind of spoke too soon about it. Honestly, I don't like putting things out there because I don't want it to, um, I like, I don't want to get the energy. I think you should. There are people really? that like it. They don't, they don't celebrate things until they actually get the job, but there were so many wins along the way that I feel like all of the wins should be celebrated. Just the callback for an audition should be celebrated. If you get on, yeah. a, on a veil, you should celebrate it. And then you get the job, obviously a huge celebration. But if you're like, oh, I'll only celebrate that if I get the job, you miss all those other opportunities to like, you got yeses. You you. It's such like a no world that I think you should celebrate the yeses. No, that is true. But don't you, do you feel kind of, if you put things out there, then 
you're more let down when it doesn't happen because uh, you told people about it. And then people will ask you, oh, what's going on with this? And then it's if it's dead in the water or whatever. I don't know. I've, I've kind of been like that before when I used to audition. I just wait until I, I book or wait until it's progressed and I have an answer if it's going or not. I'm in the middle of both. Like I definitely, I, for example, Kevin and I are very different in that way. Like Kevin won't celebrate anything until like money's in the bank or same as done. <laughs> I, I am, I feel like Erica more so and not because I'll disappoint people. Cause I really don't, I mean, I, it's not about disappointing people, but it's more of like dissipating the energy around the thing. So for me, I've always believed in like, containing the energy and keeping it like really nice and bottled in so that it has time to grow. And, you know, uh, what's the word, you know, it has time to cement and, 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 and grow and, and evolve. And then there's something to celebrate, but it's not about like being afraid of, it's just, just keeping the energy intact until there's like something really tangible to like celebrate or, so I agree with both. And I get really, I get more sad about it if more people know like if it's just me and Matt or me and like you know a couple people but now there's going to be thousands of people (laughs) so I'm it's going to hurt even more I think about like back to last year about that movie I still can't talk about but even if I didn't get the job like how exciting just being in the mix for something like that was and then you know like and, I, and you guys were in on it because I was telling you like what would happen and you guys were like oh did you hear I'm like oh no, I but you heard booked anything. it but you even if I it. hadn't booked it oh. I still was enjoying the process of like getting to share that with you guys and the excitement of oh I got a callback or oh they keep asking for my availability or oh like so and so wants to FaceTime with me you know it's like I don't know it was just cool stuff. Whether or not I got the job for me, I think it's like just cool to be excited and share those moments, but that's me. Everyone's different. Yeah, no, I agree with you because even doing the work to get you there is success. Yeah. Honestly, like being able to say I did this and I handed it off. Who knows what's going to happen? The universe only knows at this point, but I did my, I did my work and then it was handed off. Right. So, and, and to, to sit with something for so long, that is so important to you and it it's months or years or whatever it is. And to just have success at actually getting it done is something to celebrate. You're right. You're right. Damn it. I'm proud of myself. (laughs) There you go. I'm so proud of you. Um, well, I thought this was a really fun episode and Zulai, I mean, ugh, I hope that you can co-host like every week. Just come back. We miss you. <laughs> when is your always... swimsuit launching by the yeah. way? Cause I, I want to get some, well, we are so when, the, when the website launches. So okay. we're having some technical issues with like, just taking what was on the old one and moving it over. So you know, they're working on it. We were, uh, you know, had some calls this morning. There's always, you know, a little uphill battle with all the things, but this is what makes the journey amazing. When it does launch, there will be three bathing suits ready for purchase. You guys, I posted one already on my Instagram and I'm really excited about that. Um, There'll be t-shirts, sweatshirts, and all just fun, fun things and new content that's coming. And I'm excited. Also, You've heard of Janice. She's great at websites. She did our website. Yes, I know Janice. Janice, Janice redid mine, the last version of it. Oh, but great. 
Yeah, this just requires like with the Shopify, it's just it's just a different um, it's a different beast. Different thing. Yeah. But she was yeah. amazing. And she what she did for me was great. And it got me across that bridge I needed to cross at that point. So thank you, Janice. She's amazing. Well, this has been an episode of Entertain Her. I'm Sarah Sanderson. Bye guys, Erica Cedeno. And I'm Zulai Hanel. Thank you for listening. And get out there and create something. I'm going to be, I'm going to do that. I'm going to do something creative this week. I'm taking my own advice. And also you want to be creative, create a really amazing review for us. Just go on to the Apple podcast, <laughs> hit five stars, write something really witty and funny. And there you go. You created some content. <laughs> um, but for real, thank you everyone for listening. And we will uh, hopefully have you back next week. Bye.